last time on Join the Party. Alonzo escapes with the stolen battery and the party is back to square one. Anar and Finale try to wheel Tracy out the same way that they entered, but they gotta hide when they run into museum workers. And with Tracy left alone, hey Tracy, you hear footsteps come up behind you and then you hear and everything goes totally dark. Casey kidnaps Tracy and disappears into the night. Luckily, Finale knows the one place he could have gone, Electroshack. Now, why would someone want to kidnap our Warforged friend? Well, maybe Warforged used to be a destructing force a millennium ago, and they were powered by the Undying Light, and someone needs to ask some questions. Okay, starting from the beginning, because Peter needs a refresher. Hello, I am Driftwood Franny Sunflower. I am the hag of Infropolis. It's not a burn. I literally am. She lays out a plan. She'll shut off all the lights to the wrestling match if Inara and Tracy recover the liar's mouthpiece, which is attached to Cole's megaphone. I got two tickets to paradise. And by paradise, I mean a wrestling match. Let's get the party started. Finale has some packing up to do, so she wordlessly <laughs> waves waves goodbye <laughs> and sends Tracy and Anara on your way. Like any good house guest, I left her with a stack of pancakes. Not just a short stack, a full stack. So her mouth was full, and she was just enjoying those on her way out. <laughs> it's true. Just covered in syrup, she waves goodbye to you. So, what do you want to do? I think it is time to find Cole. But what's what time is it? It's about noon? Yeah, I think that you guys had a luxurious breakfast and Finale spent a bunch of time telling you emotional things about her fiancé and her life. So I think it took a little bit of time. I would say it's noon. So I think it is probably logical that Cole would be at the stadium getting ready, warming up, getting her whole makeup, you know, shadowy eye routine going on. So probably we should find her there yeah. and just be extremely careful that nobody kidnaps my dog. Yes. Or me, again. That's also true. My bad. I forgot. In this episode, Anar is getting kidnapped. Oh, no. I ruined it. Alvin's. Well, I guess it's pretty easy to find Infropolis Stadium, which has recently been rebranded to Jersey Mike's Arena. <laughs> <laughs> but you can hear there are crowds that are lined up outside of the arena, like kind of tailgating before <gasps> the game. What are they making? Yeah, what are those dope snacks? Uh, why don't you all both make perception checks? And I'll roll for oatcake. Roll for waft of hot dog. Roll for bacon-wrapped sausages. I got a five. Oh, no. I'm too full to notice. I got a, a five. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> We're so full. <laughs> you two haven't had time for leisure, so you're just like, oh, food. I love that. It's very good. Uh, oatcake rolled a 12. Uh, and so oatcake puts her nose up and starts sniffing hard. Arr, arr. Oatcake has the scent of something. 
Jersey Mike's Arena is the one of the biggest buildings in the whole city, and it is loud, so you can pretty much easily find your way there. Is it shaped like a sandwich? No, it's an arena. <laughs> you know what? Yes. they It used to be round, and then they stretched it out when Jersey Mike sponsored it. Uh, so it is about like a 15-minute walk. As you draw closer, you know the, the reverberations and the bass that you only get when there is a lot of people that are just chattering yeah. together. It's just a nonsensical conversations that just become this wave of sound. And there are a lot of people here, especially because Jersey Mike's Arena has a relatively small parking lot. So everyone is very densely packed in. You are overwhelmed by the amount of different grilled meats that you are smelling. Oatcake puts her nose up and she blinks out of the papoose you've made for her. No. And she starts to walk over. She's like sniffing around and she's looking for this particular smell. She's sniffing and she stops in front of this smoker. And standing in front of the smoker is a human with two oversized oven mitts on both hands. And who is just two about... Two per hand? Yes, two yes, two brands. <laughs> one on the hand and one hanging beneath as a backup? Yeah, it's like it's a wrist guard. Whoa. And uh he is opening up the smoker and letting a little bit of that scent out, and then O'Cake runs up to it and starts barking at him. Oh, hello little friend. How's it going? <laughs> you are absolutely adorable, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come back. Oh, you can't go that far. Hi, I'm so sorry. She just it smells really good. No, apologize. Why would you do that? This dog is so cute. Hi, I'm Eugene, but you can call me Twister. <laughs> sure, Twister. Is this your... Are you, are you, like, have a restaurant? Like, do you just do this a lot before games? I mean, restaurant is, like, a construct. This is more of just <laughs> how I bring food into the world. <laughs> this is amazing, but I need to describe what this man looks like. All right, so, Mike, what is Eugene slash Twister? What's he wearing? What does he look like? Eugene is wearing the outfit of Bender from Breakfast Club. And if you don't know what that is, it's like a red plaid shirt with a denim jacket and fingerless gloves and jeans and like really big, cool, clunky boots. Mm. And there's like a bandana tied around one of the boots. Eugene also has a Rubik's Cube mm. on a necklace that is on like a strong hemp rope tied around his neck. And it is a not completed Rubik's Cube. I was yeah. going to ask, so thank you. <laughs> it is very mixed up. It's very yeah. important that it's mixed up. <laughs> Uh, there's also a bunch of other dudes who are similarly dressed to Eugene, but not not like exactly. It's not like a cult, <laughs> but like they all like have denim jackets and various layered pieces. And they're just like hanging around. Some of them are drinking beers. Other them are like walk over to their grills and kind of like poke a hot dog or two. Um, but they sometimes they walk over and they they smell the smoker and they're like, oh, what are you? Hey, what are you doing there? <laughs> 20 people are, like, milling in and out of Eugene's whole, like, area. So he he tailgated. So he has, like, this car that he's backed up, and he has his trunk open, and there's, like, tons of stuff spilling out. He has a folding table with bunches of red cups on it. There's, like, a crudite, which no one has touched. He's, like, very set up to be here for a long time. Eugene does not know what crudite means. No. <laughs> so he's just like, I found these carrots, and he put them down. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, what kind of stuff are you cooking? Oh, you know, just whatever it is. You got I, turkey legs? Uh, oh, hi. I, I'm Tracy. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You're a very large thing. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but yeah, we got some turkey legs. I'll throw one in the smoker for you. Hey, thanks. No problem. Yeah, we just got a bunch of stuff. I brought some turkey legs. I brought some bacon, brought some burger stuff. But really, if, if people come with anything they want to throw in the smoker, I'm down. Like if you got veggies or tofu stuff, I'm happy to smoke whatever. 
Can we try to smoke <laughs> an oat cake? Not uh, that's her name too. Oh, She's great. Uh, I okay. also have, and then Anara pulls out of her bag a sleeve full of her patented oat cakes. They're cookies, but I think they could be kind of cool, like a savory dessert. I think we can make this work. Yeah, I I haven't done this, but let's give it a shot. I love where your head's at. At this point, a small goblin runs up to Eugene and gives him like a sack, and it's just like wet and damp. He points to the smoker and then looks at you, and then points to the smoker again, and then walks away. I put it in the smoker. Yeah, uh, it's like. Do I have to like, roll for? No, oh, okay. it's totally fine. It's just like the head of some unnamed animal, and mm-hmm. you're just like, the goblin gives you a thumbs up and then walks away. I throw my classic seasoning on it and throw it in the smoker. Ooh, tell me about that seasoning. Oh, it's. It's my own invention, just with trials of adding in more garlic powder and even more garlic powder, and every now and then throwing in some spices, different peppers. It's it's always evolving and changing, and it's never really a set recipe. So do you have a favor for the fight tonight, or you just kind of come to anything going on over here? I mean, I am such a big fan of anything that goes down at Jersey Mike's Arena, but the wrestling, ugh, top notch. And honestly, I'm a big underdog fan, so... As long as Gordon Lighthammer doesn't win, I'm on board, man. I want to see the little guy come through, you know? All right. Do you have money on Cole? No. Okay. Twister is in it purely for the enjoyment. He doesn't want to put wagers in the fact because then that complicates it. He just, his investment is purely in entertainment purposes. He doesn't want to complicate that with financial burdens. Sure. I would say that as you you talk about just like the love of the game, uh, like a bunch mm. of the guys who are milling around be like, oh no man, I got like 200 on the devil chick. She sounds dope. I think that OK has been sniffing around uh, at your feet for a while. And then as you open the smoker a little bit to like check on how it's doing, OK poofs on top of your head to get a better look. Whoa, hey, I didn't know this dog. You said this dog's name was OK? Is it like the same as Lucius? Uh, no, they look really similar. Isn't that funny? And then I, I grab, okay, I'm like, here, girl, here, girl. And then I tuck her back into the pashmina um, and sort of whisper, like, hey, don't do that again. And there, we, we, we need to go. We don't have time. I think that one of the guys who's hanging around, Eugene, also would be like, oh, wait, that that's, that, oh, wh- wh- I want the dog's autograph. Please, I have my autograph book right here. I keep no. it on me at all tailgates. Re- Reginald, that's not Lucius. It's just a dog that looks the same and does the same stuff. I don't think that dog did a big poof, though. No. Reginald, this dog's name is O-Cake. That doesn't even sound like Lucius. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> all right, make a deception check. 16. All right, with a 16, Reginald looks at you and be like, I do confuse dogs sometimes, so I really appreciate you looking me out for me, Twister. I know you always do that, and you always have my back. I always have your back, man. Hey, and don't worry. The food's almost ready, and I can take you to Flavor Village. <laughs> oh, man, I love Flavor Village. Flavor Village, baby. I, I got the key to the city. It's delicious, and in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Hey, Adam, I'll be with you. Uh, Thanks, man. No problem. I gotta ask, what is that cube necklace all about? Oh, well, you know, it's it's just an, an homage to Adama. Oh, what? like how? Oh, you guys don't you don't know about Adama? No, I'm I'm from the four. I'm from the Great Green, you know, and um and he's just I'm a thing. He's old. I, I <laughs> that's what I did say. Yeah, no, Adama's just gosh. How do I say this? I wanna I wanna put it in layman's terms, but she's just that's just her vibe, you know, kind of her essence, so to speak. I feel like the Rubik's cube is just a testament to what she's like and what she stands for. It's not necessarily an official relic of her, but it's just kind of what makes me 
think of her and how I represent her. I'm a big fan, and I just like to show it. I have no idea how to solve this thing, but I think it looks pretty cool, too. Yeah, I mean, we all have, like, these Rubik's Cubes. They're, like, symbolize, uh, you know, like, the prophet Rubik's who, like, brought Adama's teaching to, like, all of the, all of the concentric states. Mm. You know, like, as we put the puzzle together, it's like we're putting together life, just like how Adama runs lives and runs all of the multi-dimensional different lives that are out there. Yeah, she just kind of keeps everything working, you know? The goblin comes back and opens up the smoker and looks at the head and then puts it back, and he says, Yeah, Adama really changed my life! Uh, before, I just, like, didn't have anything uh, pushing me forward, but when I thought of how Adama, like, took all those meetings, like, in the sky, it also made all of, like, the brand relationships in the way that, like, I have to make brand relationships with my, with my friends and family. It was really a guiding force. Also, I changed my whole wardrobe to be more like Adama. You can see by my awesome shoulder pads. Man, and now you're so much more righteous for it, Floor B, and we do a secret handshake. Yeah, and at the end, it's like, Adama's great. <laughs> wow. That was a lot. Where'd you learn about her? Uh, summer camp. Like, we all went to Adama's summer camp. I mean, I didn't. I had to do it, like, as an adult. Like, like I'm a born-again Adama follower. Yeah, that summer camp was super sweet. There was, there was like, a big tennis ball launcher and things where you were on bungee cords and jumped down and jumped up and Whoa. stuff. It was, like, it was almost like we were gladiators or something. <laughs> a lot yeah. of long hair. Yeah, there were just, like, flocks of seagulls everywhere, and we all got the same haircut. And we all had spandex. It was a great summer it camp. It was good. I, listen, as an adult, I still appreciated it. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I still run into trouble. Um, you know, Twister, uh, I, I'm in bad, man. <laughs> bad, bad, bad meaning bad or bad meaning good? No, bad meaning bad, the oh. regular way. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I put, uh, I put too much money down on Lighthammer. Oh. I shouldn't have done it. Dude, I told you, it's more about the enjoyment, not the financial aspects. But here's the thing, I also love the financial aspects. Ah, uh, damn. Do you need help, man? Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think, I can't pay it. I put like five, 5,000 gold pieces down and I do not have that much. And the bookies are definitely trying to come to find me. Tracy right. started to just shuffle backwards slowly out yeah. of this environment. I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy your smoking, enjoy your meal. You can just take those cookies as a gift from me to you. I hope they work out really well. Whoa, whoa, you're just leaving the oat cakes. Hold on, I haven't been... I haven't been a good of a house guest here, so to speak. What are, what brings you, what brings you two here? Are no, you I, I mean, I really, listen, I really need you know, to take care of them. They're yeah, coming like right now. This guy's kind of in crisis. We're actually on our way, on our way, uh, you know, past the stadium to actually go to an appointment. No, um, I mean, listen, hey, you, I need as many people as possible to help me. Florpy, the fun goblin, who's also in a bunch of debt. I can definitely get you inside of the stadium. You want VIP tickets? I have VIP tickets. This, see, this is why I'm in so much debt. I spent all the money on the VIP tickets. That'll explain it. That's how I do I, I love things. Uh, can you get us, like, in the green room or the backstage? Uh, probably no. I, I, I can get you as far as possible, though. Wait, you guys need, you want to go backstage? We have a package we have to deliver. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. I... <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, roll, Brandon, roll deception check. Is it, is it not good, Brandon? Seven plus zero for a seven. Okay. For whatever reason, everyone knows this is an obvious lie. 
I mean, Tracy's being kind of modest. I actually want to try out for the CWC. Oh. Um, and I was really hoping to run into someone from their association in the backstage area. So I know it's kind of like aggressive, but I, I read this book about, you know, just getting ahead and like making people want to help you. And I hear that just like being really forward and like meeting them and, and where they are and just like just doing it, man, is really important. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, whoa, that's incredible. I also wanted to try out for the CWC. Oh, no way. Yeah, I'm, you know, I was super into it, trained and stuff. It didn't work out for me, but I think it could work out for you. Oh, thanks, man. So here's the deal. I, you know, I don't like to associate myself with my career, but on the day-to-day basis, I work as a plumber, and I used to do the stuff for Jersey Mike's. You know when they rebranded and changed it from an arena shape to a, a sandwich-shaped building? Oh, yeah. They had me and my company do all of the plumbing work, so I kind of, I know the ins and outs of the stadium, so to speak, and I know how tricky the CWC can be with stuff, so I, if you need some help, I can, I can work some way to get you guys back there. That'd be really cool. Maybe, maybe, uh, Florfy, was that your name? Yeah, but like, seriously, these bookies are coming. They're like right here. I, I need, get, are you behind me? Please. If we need to fend them off, I got you, man. Um, well, I was going to say, we can actually just give you some gold in exchange for those tickets. That way, you know, if for whatever reason, that's right, you caught, would tell that to the bookies. And then, like, you see that two skinny, but like, built elves, like, are pushing their way through the crowd and are kind of just like snaking their way through. Not even sort of like moving them out of the way, but just like small nudges that gets people to like move out of the way enough. And then they, they it's like they're just like walking through water. They're making a beeline towards Florpy. Florpy, it's time. Yeah, you have to pay up before the match is about to start. You know our rules. And the other one says, yeah, that's what that guy said. And you're in trouble. Definitely. Hey, man, Florpy doesn't have the money right now. So just back off. He'll get it to you. Yeah, that's what I said the first time. I definitely have the money. I'm very resourceful. Tracy and I are looking at each other like, what did we do to get here? <laughs> he said, hey, you, you, listen, th- our whole secret underground terrible business is predicated on the fact that the money comes up straight. Like, they, you, We don't have like any sort of governing body here. You just need to give us the money or then you don't get to participate. And now you've thrown off the whole economy here. When you say you have it, you have it. Yeah, that's right. I definitely know how underground betting works. Listen, this is this look, guy's first day. Look, like, just, look, you know. Can y'all stop? Excuse, excuse me. We're talking to the, pe- You're to the people small. here. You're very small. Shut up for a second. Just let me talk to you. How about I'll bet double that the match doesn't finish, but I'll have to pay you at the end of the match. I mean, we don't even have a prop bet necessarily for... For that, hmm. Thinking outside the box, man. That's all we do. I think you're gonna have to lay something down as collateral. Uh, I can give you a small down payment for sure. Yeah. Also, like, your whole deal is very cool. This is some very good. Um, like, how can man? What's the name of that wrestler? Man, this is some great out. Yeah. Oh no, I already. Yeah, it's a really great alabaster cosplay you have going on. Ouch, that hurts. Okay. Uh, moving on. I mean, um, you listen. You look exactly like him. Which is wild. And is that true? Do I? You know, we think of it less as um, a, a costume and more of a way of life. So that's just, we just really take it really seriously. Anyway, Trace, let's get our, our gold out and we can uh, just move this along. Yep. Okay. Yep, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, my cousin, he's like a druid and he's here's... always like a squirrel. So like, I, I know exactly what you're going through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's 10 gold. Yeah. I'm going to need more of a down payment of that. How, how much? 
Uh, let's see. Well, if you're going to put down a th 10,000 gold pieces, uh, I would say you need to put down at least 1,000. Okay, so 100. I'll give you 1%. No, that, yeah, that is not the, the thing that I told you. I'll give you 100, and then I'll give you a turkey leg. It's really good. Are you sure? <laughs> Listen, man, what if we registered this as a smaller bet than it is, and we give you a proper down payment for, let's say, a 1,000 gold piece bet? 100 gold pieces, right? 10%. And then when it's much bigger, you know, who knows what the number is that's reported and, and maybe the difference makes its way to you directly. Oh, see, see, this is the fun part about running an illicit betting ring. Like, this is absolutely... <laughs> I like having, having something this back. Okay, all right. So what you're saying is... We don't have to recap the whole... The whole, uh, the whole <laughs> illusion I made there, the whole suggestion, but I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Listen here, bud. I'll throw in the recipe for my secret dry rub. Whoa, if that's you, gotta be like a $5 million dollar valuation at least, am I literally right? Literally priceless. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I want you both to roll uh, just straight up charisma. Ooh, I rolled a 17 plus one for an 18. 16. Nice. Okay. Charismatic. Yeah, you seem very charismatic. Like, you know, I, I have been looking for things to spice up just the regular dinner that I'm having. Okay. Secret illicit bet. I'm going to have to write that down in my notes. Secret illicit bet That's of on 100. You, man. Yep. That means 1,000, but actually 10,000 yep. from thing. What I do need, though. Is I will need some. How you need to? How am I going to get back in touch with you? You give me your card, and we find you after the match. If we want, then we need to get our money. Right, but if you lose, then that would be. I mean, this is my first day. But if you lose, then you can just like run away. I mean, you look like the kinds of people that would find us, and we want to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We would definitely find you and do terrible things to you. So yeah, you're, yeah, that's absolutely right. I, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, it sounds good. Okay, all right. So just meet us outside, like meet us on the on the lettuce layer of the Jersey Mike's Arena. That's the slippery layer. No, yeah. that's the tomato layer. You don't want to go there, but it's like in between the tomato and the meat layer. But you will be there. We'll be watching for you. All right. The two elves uh, look at each other and give each other a high five, and then put two figures in both of their eyes and they do it towards Florpy and uh, then they walk back and snake back into the crowd. Oh, man, that was so bold. I can't believe you offered him a hundred gold and a turkey leg. No one in a million years would have taken that. It was I, bold. I thought that I would have taken that. Hey, have, you, have you ever had a turkey leg? No, I just eat the heads of animals. Hey, listen, Florpy, you seem like a nice guy, but we're doing... A kind of big mission today. Nice. You know, trying to get me into my new career and all. Yeah, same. Um, and we don't have the ability to make other people's problems into our problems. So happy to help you out of, out of a tight position. But from here on in, got to focus on the task at hand. And that's getting us inside without detecting any problems. That's fine. That's what Adama says. Just like, work it out. It's your thing. Deal with it. What else does Adama say? <laughs> uh, she, she's very, like, so, you know, sometimes she just, like, throws out business advice and, like, life advice just, like, when no, it's I, unsolicited. I she's like, hey, get it done. That report was due on Monday. She'll, like, emotionally. She also say things like teamwork makes the dream work. And reach for the stars, because if you end up there, you're in space, which is cool. Shoot for the moon. Worst case, you'll be amongst the stars. And the gods. <laughs> Mm -hmm. With with me in the corner office. She has such a way with words. She's just so 
motivational. What does she say about like the other gods? Did she, you know, she's like really focused on her work. She doesn't have a lot of time for, for Zayul, you know, but I think that it's fine. She's never like, uh, Zayul, God, he's the worst. Uh, always dealing with his reports. Ugh. She's not, she's not really one to speak ill of others. She's just, no, for sure. I respect that. Yeah. She's That's, just sticking to she's just sticking to her guns. Eyes the prize, and, man. Isn't that an anatoma? Wow. Right? Oh, yeah, she yeah. did say that. I can't believe you knew that. It's like yeah. number one in the employee slash religious following manual. That's right next to where it says lift with your legs and not your back. Why don't we keep both of those things as our as our, as our kind of like our north star, our guiding light, if you will? Eyes on the prize. Lift with your legs, not your back. Yeah. That's true. Right? Yeah. Shall we, shall we say that on, on, on three, everybody? With both of them? The, the last one. That sounds better when you shout it. Okay. okay. All right. Ready? One, one two, two, three. three. Lift with, with your legs and not with your back. back. Hey, it's Eric. I know everyone has streaming something nowadays, but remember DVDs? And remember how there was always that themed menu at the beginning? Like you could play all or pick a scene or look at the extras? And it simultaneously had to be on brand and also incorporate parts of the movie or TV season, and it couldn't be actually that invasive. I think about those graphic designers sometimes who had to make it. I hope they have new jobs now. Welcome to the mid-roll. That video of Monica with the turkey on her head is just going to keep looping. Hey, hi, hello to our newest patrons, Casey, Darian, Isabel, Justin, Phoebe, the Lorax, a.k.a. Forrest, Will, Saruna, Janessa, Lada, Janelle, and Sean. Hey, did you know we just passed the 300 patron mark? 300! That's an entire Spartan army! That is wild, and we appreciate you. Instead of kicking people into bottomless pits, we're just making art which is a lot more constructive when you think about it. If you want to join up, head on over to patreon.com slash join the party pod. Our sponsor this week is Tavor, the best way to try new and exciting beer. Tavor is your cool friend who knows stuff about beer, but isn't in your face about it. They make friends with award-winning craft brewers that don't have wide distribution and give you access to those beers that you can't get anywhere else. Every day on their app, they introduce you to a new beer that's making waves in the craft beer community. All you have to do is press get it on the app, and you put that beer in your beer cellar. And then once you decide you have enough beers, which, like, honestly, how much is that? Your whole cellar will get shipped to you. I've been using Tavor for years, and I have to tell you, there's nothing more exciting than getting a big box full of alcohol shipped to your door. Also, the mailman is very confused, which is a joy in itself. It's all of the good holidays rolled into one 10% ABV. So, go to Tavor.com, T-A-V-O-U-R, download the app, and get beer buying right now. If you use the code JOINTHEPARTY, you'll get $10 off your first order of $25 or more. And those $10 will go a long way to very good beer, or at least shipping. Once again, T-A-V-O-U-R, and use the code JOINTHEPARTY, all one word, to save $10 on your first order. We're sponsored this week, as we are every week, by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. I usually review games, but Amanda has really strong feelings about puzzles, so she really wants to talk about puzzles. Amanda. Listen, there's not a lot of things in life you can win, but you can win puzzles. 
You don't have to have uh, finely tuned, fine motor skills created over decades of playing video games. You just got to like look at those little pieces and find them their little home. And they fit together perfectly and they want to be together. And it's so colorful. And I love them. <laughs> Do puzzles, y'all. If you have a Puzz Master in your life, there is nowhere better to shop than 20-Sided Store. Visit them online at 20sidedstore.com or in person in Brooklyn, New York. Use our discount code JOINTHEPARTY for 20% off. That is 20, the full word, sidedstore.com, and use our discount code JOINTHEPARTY. And finally, we'd really love to thank everyone who's been recommending the show to their friends and family. There's no better way to help a show than recommending it to a friend. So just offer to load up someone's phone with enough episodes to get them through spring break or a rainy commute. You're doing a mitzvah. When you do, please let us know. We will bestow a special D&D item for you for your next campaign. If you just let us know, I have like nothing better to do. I'll just make this up for you. All right, let's get back to the show. Florpy holds a VIP ticket out to all of you. It's embossed with gold lettering, and you see that there's like a little bit of magic on it. So it's like there's a picture of Cole and a picture of Gordon Lighthammer, and they're growling at each other. So is Florpy going to stay behind and let's say maybe man the smoker while we're inside? Yeah, no, Florpy was going to go like reassess his faith. <laughs> so yeah, the VIP entrance is kind of like right in the middle because that's the best part of the sandwich. You can see that there's already a line that's snaking like all through the parking lot and ends on either side of the sandwich, but in the middle, there's a roped off area sponsored by Super River. There's a velvet rope and everything, and you can see that there are people online that are like giving y'all the stink eye as you walk up the stairs into the middle of Jersey Mike Arena. Eric, would you say that the people, the employees of Jersey Mike Arena have some sort of uniform or unifying characteristic? They do. A lot of the employees are wearing red tunics and black pants, and they have Jersey Mike Arena emblazoned on the middle, and they're all wearing red caps. But the VIP person who's in front of you is wearing that, but it's all black. As you walk up, you see that some of the security people open up a velvet rope to a very, very, like, 1.5 times as large as them woman with a very, very neat and high top knot who walks in and gives finger guns to them. So as we walk up, I'm going to take note of the security guard and what they're wearing and what they look like and how they're acting. Sure. Hey, guys, hold on just one second before we go in. Tracy has a feature that he hasn't used before called Disguise Self. Great. This is a new little magic thing. He's going to play through the advantage, be a bodyguard, and (laughs) this is my favorite part. The way he disguises self is he twirls around his cape and yell, I look great! And then make oh, a costume change. Very, very good. Not surprise me. Very yes. good. And then I'm going to go back up to my friends and say, guys, it's me. It's Tracy. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't freak out. It's just me. What should I call you? Peter? Uh, Peter's good. I like Peter. Okay. What about Trace D? <laughs> good contribution. I think Not my something a little suit. bit different. Okay, yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no you're no. right. You, you shot shot for the moon, man, and you mm-hmm. landed among the stars. <laughs> Pretty good place to be. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get you guys in. Don't worry. Give, yeah. me, give me your tickets. Okay, so I hand them over. And you guys should call me Jocasta. Just as a, just like as a, a so they can't like look me up, you know, get in touch with Fidopolis, ask me who I am, et cetera, et cetera. And okay, girl, you are going to stay in this harness, Okay. <laughs> okay, looks at you. 
and licks you in the face. It is really important. I cannot lose you. Okay, poofs on top of your head. And then poofs back into the papoose. I'm glad that you're demonstrating you understand, but we're going to do that in the future without any of the poofing, okay? She nods. <laughs> Give her a little scritch in between, in between her little forehead eye area. It's very good. Good pets. Okay. You walk up to the bouncers in the VIP area, and they say, Tickets! Here you go. Yeah, the security already gave it to you, uh, looks at them, bites it, eats them individually, and it gives it back to you and says, like, yeah, that's real. Chill, gross, cool, thanks. Uh, excuse me, sir, this is just, um, Not I good. mean, you work here, so no, you no, should we're, probably we're know. part of the trade, it's fine. It no, it. gross is a new slang. Gross is good now. You know how bad can sometimes mean good? Gross is not gross now. Huh. Yeah. All right, well. It was we a just, compliment. Can we go? Let's go. Well, he definitely works here, so it's fine. So you open the velvet robe and you you walk up the stairs. So, Eugene works here, and Eugene knows where everything is. So, if you want to go somewhere, Eugene can point you the way. I don't know if you've spent any time, like, back away where the customers aren't supposed to be in an arena, but, like, it's just all concrete and, like, painted over stucco, and it's just, like, cavernous. So you right now are in the turkey level. So we want to get to the dressing rooms. Can you help us do that? And also make sure it's coals and not light hammers. That part, very important. I'll, I know exactly where it is. Follow me. Okay. So the dressing rooms are up three flights of stairs. Unfortunately, you have to kind of cross through the entire stadium. You guys are like on one side, but they want the, the dressing rooms to be as far away from the any sort of entrance as possible. So it's up and you guys got to cross the stadium. It's a lot of mustard in the way. You know, pools of mayo. Yeah. A whole river of pickles. Yeah. You walk up one flight of stairs. You have to walk across. And it is a pretty large hallway. So on one side, there is a coordinator with a headset on who is leading 10 fans who are all probably the most hyped up, excited, face-painted fans you've ever seen in your entire life. Of various people, there's one who, like, it's almost eerie how much she looks like Cole, like how well they did the cosplay. There's another person who's just painted head to toe in, like, blue and white. And on the other side of the hallway, there is another security guard-looking person who's standing in front of a large doorway that leads to the right. So, uh, Twister, should we go in directly? Is there, like, a side entrance? What's the plan? All right, here's the deal. I'll talk to the dude outside the door keep him busy and then you guys can go through and i'm going to use my feet which is shooting the shit yeah uh where so mike <laughs> so mike i want you to roll a charisma roll just before you start talking to this person to see if you remember to tell them where this doorway leads it's a 16 plus Ooh. one for a 17 okay so good this is, this is great. Got a high roller here. Yeah, you said it. Don't jinx it. All right. So before you walk up to the people and you strategize, this is like the walkway to lead into the ring. Like this is where like wrestlers get brought down and kept here before they do their big entrance. So this is like there's like that big, you know, that big walkway that goes down to the ring and they're probably setting up. All right, guys. So that door over there goes into the walkway where the wrestlers actually go through where they're going to, you know, get all hype and get the crowd going. If you go through there, the dressing rooms are just on the other side. It's the quickest way to get through. I'll talk to that security guard outside. You two make your way through. I'm going to very solemnly shake Twister's hand and say, thank you, sir, for your noble service. Enjoy those cookies. 
no problem, I will. And I turn it into a secret handshake on the end of it. It starts as a normal handshake, but by the end I've done some cool stuff. Sure. Oh yeah, no, I got a 16 for performance. Nice. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it happens flawlessly. Congratulations. You Feel didn't even have to say Adama is great at the end of it. We, we know. We just do a little, a little wink and a nod. We, we know. You touch your shoulders. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's been chill, bro. And I, I raise my hand up, and one of us goes for a fist bump, the other goes for a high five, and it's real awkward. <laughs> Eugene slash Twister. You walk up to the security guard who's holding uh, this clipboard, mm-hmm. and he's uh, looking down at it, and he looks up and sees you walk up and be like, "Are you trying to enter in? Uh, what's your name?" Hey, my name's Eugene. You can call me Twister if you want, though. He flips through the papers on the clipboard and be like, you know, Twister, I do not have a Twister on the list. That's okay. Uh, wh- oh, that's a nice clipboard you got there. <laughs> Is, you use a, an all-wood clipboard? Wow, most people I see use plastic. I like your dedication towards the craft. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I brought this one from home. It's wow. mine. Like, it's mine. Did you make that yourself? Well... No, I, I mean, I didn't, but my sister, like, he, her her partner makes, wood, does woodworking and made it for me. And I thought it was really sweet. Like, you know, uh, it was, I mean, like, this was, we, it was for my birthday and I wasn't really expecting it. But then, like, she gave it to me and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so nice of you. That's absolutely incredible. I can't think of a better, more genuine birthday gift than to give you a handmade item that you can use every day. That's incredible. Tracy and Anar start walking forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so Mike, you're gonna take your charisma and add your proficiency bonus, which is three, and I'm gonna give you advantage on this roll. Oh, so I get to roll twice. Yes, cool. and you're nice. the high. you've been listening to Join the Party. Uh-huh, they taught me how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I got a nat 20, baby! Hey! Holy crap, oh! first roll! Oh, wow. Hot damn. Roll again, I wanna see if you roll again. Okay, I just yeah. wanna a see. 20 again. Another 20, yeah. That was a one. Hey! <laughs> Oh my god, that really was. Know. The alpha, the omega, the yin, and the yang. I'm super stoked to become this dude's best man at his wedding. <laughs> yeah, <apparently. laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I don't even know how to act this out. I loved everything that was there. Yeah, you really, he gets sucked in the conversation. I feel like you move back a few steps mm-hmm. to like... I slowly rotate to the left as we're talking. Like, I kind of lean my arm against the wall to be like, whoa, so sweet. And we shift towards the side. Kind of like when you're at a party and you know you're in the way and you kind of slowly move out of the way so people can walk by you. We're doing that so that they can slip through the door. And I very intentionally have his eyes faced away from the door now so he can't see them try to sneak through. I will also say, and this might come up later, but you've stationed yourself that you still have an eye like looking into the arena. Mm-hmm. So you can see everything that's about to happen when you're not. Perfect. Okay. So they're like having a meaningful relationship and they're talking about like, they're getting into family stuff now and be like, I didn't know if I'd really be able to connect to like my sister's partner like that, but like they really become part of the family. Yo, it's such a shame that in-laws get this negative connotation. They're, they're essentially like an extension of your family. I don't understand why there's such a negative stereotype about it. It's so strange to me. Uh, more like sister in love. Yeah. Oh, handshake. <laughs> and other you guys now have a secret handshake. Uh, and now Anara and Tracy, you, you can continue unencumbered. Yeah, so I'm just looking kind of like busy and disaffected, which is how I think all celebrities slash rich people are, as Tracy kind of ushers me into the walkway. So we're just going to walk in. I... Act as if I have sunglasses on, even though I don't. <laughs> All right, do you just have like a scroll out? Yeah, I'm definitely just like looking busily at like some papers in my hand that are like napkins from Finale's house. <laughs> and yeah, and Tracy's just looking purposefully ahead and confident. 
not making any awareness of anyone else in the room. Hearing that there is an elevator up to the top, I guess we will stop at the first elevator type door we see and press the button. Well, that's a great, that's an interesting uh, idea that as you walk, <laughs> as you're going to go over to the elevator, uh, because here's what happens. So you walk down and as you are passing the actual wrestling ring, you can see that there are workers putting up banners and saving specific seats and like putting uh, blue and red washcloths down that like people can like swing around like during the match. And then you see two wrestlers that are toweling themselves off and climb down out of the ring. Okay. And one of them has like an Andre the Giant style, like one piece on, and the other one is like wearing a tracksuit. And they're just like talking to each other about like, you know, how their thing's going to go later. I mean, we're going to ignore them and just try to walk to the elevator. Yeah. Yep. As you walk down, you see a very large shadow in the doorway on the other side that leads to the elevator. It is the same extremely large woman who is 1.5 times the size of the security guards who is walking down towards you. And now you get a good look of her face. The top knot is still in place, but she just looks so happy to be there. And she's wearing flannel and uh, has uh, worn jeans on and big black boots. And she, she starts walking down the, the stairs from the elevator. As a security personnel, I would just keep walking forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me too. Let's try it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, she looks up towards you. I gave her a brief nod and then looked back down at my papers. Hey, are we supposed to... We have to practice before this. Ma'am, I have to get my towel to the green room. She'll, she'll be right back. Uh, Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I have... You know, like... Yeah, we're we're wrestlers. We... Yeah, okay. But, I mean, we need to practice. This is our time. You see, they, they did the people for us. Um, the, you know, the Bunky Man and... Uh, Tracksuit Jack, like they just finished, and now it's our turn. We just, so, need, we just need five five minutes, please. Five minutes. I know we're I know we're running behind, but schedule schedule will stay on track on track. I promise. So sorry, and then I'm gonna keep walking. I mean, I've never even got your name, and we're supposed to wrestle each other now. I, I mean, I know you're new, but we really need to stay on schedule here. Hey, listen. Why don't you start warming up, and I'll be right back down. I have to just drop off some stuff. Thank you for letting me know, but I'll I'll be right back. Okay, well, can I can I get your name at least so I can like call up if if I'm just waiting here? I mean, my name's obviously listed, but my friends call me Jocasta. Okay, uh, wrestling name Jocasta. I I guess we're using our fake names. All right, um, I'm the Oak. So you can just I guess I'm fighting you later. Okay, I'll see you in five. Great I'll, to meet you. Love I'll the hair. Stretch. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. All right. Thanks. Hey, if you see my giant axe up there, just like grab it. I, f I forgot it up there. Oh, I will. Mm-hmm. And I'll press the button. I mean, like, don't, like, take it for yourself. That was, it seemed, the way that you said that made it seem like you were going to take it for yourself. Press the button again. Press the button again. No, of course not. I was going to clean it for you. <laughs> Wait, this is really funny. I want you both to roll a D6 to see how long it takes for the elevator <laughs> to get here. Well, I got a six. Five. Okay. So yeah, the uh, you're waiting for the elevator to come, and it's still it still has a few floors down. Okay. Well, I mean, don't touch my stuff. I we, just need. We won't. It's fine. It's chill. Chicosta, you have some paperwork, and I hand her a piece of parchment I have. It just says, has like a smiley face on it. It's like winking. Oh yeah. No. I wonder if they got my rider in time because then I'm just gonna kind of try to like mutter like and point to the paper. Right. Uh, I want you make both to make persuasion checks. 11. 
nine. Okay, with an 11 and a nine, I think uh, the oak says, okay, well, I mean, it seems like the elevator isn't really coming and your security guard guy can just go up and grab it for you. Come on, Jocasta, just get in. Let's just do this quickly. I mean, we, I, I've done this a million times before. I know you're probably just nervous. Uh, we can do this, like, really quickly. Ma'am, Jocasta can't handle it. Uh, Peter, it's okay. Listen, you seem great. You're probably been doing this longer than me, but I'm going to respect your process, and I ask you to respect mine. And I need to get my head right before the match. I'm sure you know what that's like. I'll be down when I can to practice, but until then, this is your time, and you're welcome to use it. So I'm just going to wait for the elevator now. Focus, visualize, you know, do as Adama says, and keep my eyes on the prize, and I'll see you later. You know what? You know, I know exactly what this is. You're probably just extremely nervous. I know this is your big, your first big time. You know, Cole has told me a lot about you. So, you know, come on. Listen, just come on. And she walks over to Inara and uh, puts her hand out. Ma'am, if all you need is a wrestling partner, I will fight you right now. No, I, again, like, are, are you, t- is, we already fu- have one I robot in the, in the art of grappling. I will take you down. All right. I mean, do you want to? You can just watch him do it. I guess if you're, if you don't want to, we someone needs to wrestle me, and I guess it's going to be one of you. So I think it, it needs to happen now. I mean, we're running out of time. Why don't we start with the approach? What's your entrance going to be like? Well, you know, I I don't know if you've seen any of my my moves before. Uh, I'm gonna. Are just gonna smile? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, you need to see my moves before. You, you hear like the sound of a chainsaw go, and then it transitions into like that really like. Dope rocking music, and then I come down with, and I have my giant axe, and I, you know, I cheer and everything, and then I go in and I, I flex and everything because I'm, you know, big and strong as a tree, uh-huh. as they say. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. I mean, do you know what you're gonna do? You know, I've kind of been thinking about it. It's gonna be a new sting, I think. Um, so I, I actually want to go up and listen to my entrance track because I haven't heard the final mix. Um, so I, I've been thinking about it, but I think I'll probably enter on my skateboard. Okay, you know, you, listen, we're, it seems, I don't know, the elevator doesn't seem to be working. So, like, like just, just go do it. Just do it. You're, it's, you need to do it. You need to do your reps. So I'll put my stuff down and kind of surreptitiously take off my wrap to place O-Cake in the top of my pack as I take out my skateboard. So I'll open the pack, take the skateboard out, kind of bend over and, like, put O-Cake in there and say, stay, please. And she looks, she looks at you and she's going to stay. Gonna ruffle my hair, give it some good height, sort of stretch my neck, stretch my chest, shoulders a little bit. I'll put one hand on Tracy's elbow and use him as a kind of, you know, thing to like stretch out my quad or whatever, hamstring. Okay, so uh, which side are we entering from? This one or that one? Uh, you know, the other one over there. It gives you the most uh, way to, to, to ride down. All right, so I'll get on my skateboard normally uh, without any flare, ride on down there, back up the hallway slightly, and then start to ride down i'm going to circle the ring once and then twice and kick flip over the rope into the center of the ring okay uh do a performance check acrobatics uh do both well a 19 plus 11 is a 30 for acrobatics okay nice and uh Five plus one for a six performance. Oh, no. Oh, geez. So technically proficient, but the soul is not there because I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you're you're riding around and you you execute that kickflip amazingly. You even land on the top rope and just like bounce off of it. But just like there's no soul in it. You're definitely you have like a grumpy face on the entire time. 
Yeah. Then I'll come out from under the rope, uh, walk back over and be like, there, is that enough? Listen, I, this is not my process. I really would love for you to respect how I want to do this and let me go up. That was extremely good. Well done. Thanks, Pete. All right. Well, I, I, okay. Just trying to give you some pointers there, but I mean, you're very good at kickflipping, but not very good at wrestling, which does not surprise me. And so I, that should work out for you then, huh? Oh, all right. Okay. Fine. Go ahead. And then the elevator doors open. Uh, at this point, also Eugene, the security guard, has run off to start carving his own wooden chair mm. into response for his sister in love. Of course. And you can uh, you can come down unencumbered as well. Oh, Eugene, I never expected to see you again. Hey, me, me and that guy just really hit it off. Oh, that's great. Yeah, as Swister comes down, I hold the door open for him so make sure he can get in. The elevator doors close and the oak is looking strangely into uh, the elevator as the doors close. The elevator goes up to the, the lettuce layer. The elevator doors open and you just see a bank of dressing rooms. All of them just have like a star carved into the door. Right now, all of them are unmarked. Uh, so Twister, do you think you could try to say like, hey, I'm here to fix this ink and then figure out which one our friend Cole's in? She's the, the demon looking lady. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm rooting for her to win tonight. Sure, I can I'll go in you. and... Oh, good. Whoa. That's sweet. Wow, we'll be invested in the same outcome. Yeah, I'll go through and I can just use some of that plumber lingo I am used to using on the day-to-day. Nice. You can either call out or... I'm going to make this available to you. You can make a history check to see if you remember which one which one are the deluxe suites. So it would have the headliners in. I'm going to do a history check just so I have more excuses to roll things. And then if I have to do the other stuff, I'll do the other stuff. You're getting stuff. the hang yeah, of this, yeah, that's how you do it. Okay. That is a seven minus one, four to six. All right. You do not know which one could even possibly be the good ones. I, You're like, all these toilets are the same. I go into the fourth one. Okay. So you go into the fourth one and mm-hmm. you knock... The door opens, and it's the guy in the tracksuit. You're like, yeah? I heard there was a leak. Uh, No, that wasn't me. Oh, I must have the wrong room. Do you know where Cole's dressing room is? Cole called and said that there was a leak. Hmm. uh, Listen, I'm going to need some plumber credentials. I'm from the... (laughs) You might know from this tracksuit that I am very streetwise. So I would know that... I need to know if you're actually a, a plumber. I'm a plumber. Ask me any plumbing-related question. All right. So, like, let's say that, like, my cat went down my toilet. How Mm -hmm. would I get it out? You would unscrew the U-bend aspect of it and then put a tiny piece of catnip on the end. The cat would crawl out. You readjust and retighten the nut. (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, I'm going to let you roll the history check again. Okay. (laughs) Another seven minus one for a six. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, guy in the tracksuit was like... Yeah, you're definitely a plumber. Um, I don't remember which one they're in, but the the good rooms, which I'm not in, which I hate because I should be better. You should I don't know. Be I just keep man. wanting to just tell you things like about my life. I don't know what it is <laughs> at your face. Um, the good ones are on the on either side. They're the first one or the last one. I don't know which one they're in. I do the sixth. Okay. And knock on the door. Okay, so all the, the one all the way on the right. Yeah. Okay. You knock on the door and no one answers. Hmm. I open the door. Uh, It's locked. Oh, bummer, dudes. The sixth one is locked. I guess I'll try the first. Huh. Let me try that one. I have a, I just kind of, you know, have a way with doors. But yeah, you go ahead and check that one. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to walk over and try to pick the lock. Okay. Roll dexterity plus your proficiency bonus. 
So 15 plus 7, 22 plus 4 is 26. Hot damn. I remembered how to be a rogue. There you go. So you, you take a, how do you take, I always forget how you pick a locks. I mean, did she have any Well, good Eric, I've done it once um, <laughs> and I lost my tool. But you've re- regained it. I have tool. regained it. Yeah. So I, it's basically just like a little, a little fold that I have inside my pack. So draw it out, head over there. She's sort of like strolling, like overly nonchalantly. I just kind of sidle up next to it. I put in one pick, put in the other one, kind of you know, jiggle it a little bit, and with my good, good roll, it just pops right open. Okay. The lock just, like, easily pops open. But you also, and because you rolled so high, you remember that this is coal, and you might want to take a precaution. So you put your eye down looking into her room, and she's not in there, but you see that there are what looks like two very large shields laying up against each other, and there is, like, large feet sticking out underneath those two shields. I'm going to relock the door and go back to Tracy. Okay. Hey, so it's uh, it's the sixth room. Okay. Cole has put up some coal stuff. So, sounds about right for and I don't think we should walk in on our own. I'm mid-conversation with Gordon Lighthammer in the first door, <laughs> answering plumbing questions. I want, you, I want to invoke your feet again. Okay, shoot the shit. Yeah, I want you to shoot the shit with him. So you're going to roll a charisma plus your provincy, which is three, and then roll it twice. Okay. So how do you deal with a clock? Jeff? 17 plus Damn. three plus something else, or is that? No, or 17 no, plus three, 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 which is non-natural 20. Non-natural and then 20, and then the other one is a three. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, you you engage uh, Gordon in a conversation, and Gordon has like seen a gnar before, mm-hmm. so it's very important that his role went well, oh, but good, he, good. he looks at you and he's like, yeah, I, I just really miss my dog, and I felt like this would be a chance for me to get it, get him back. You know, I just, I miss him so much, and we've been through so much together, and I thought that I could wrestle my way out as I wrestled through all of my problems. Yeah, I always think of my way as plumbing my way out, plumbing my way through my problems. <laughs> You'll get there, man. I, Lucius was such a great little wrestle dog. I'm sure Lucius will come back into your life. You just gotta keep your head up, man. I hope so. I think this wrestling match is gonna be a real good chance for me. You think I'll win? Uh, uh if you believe in yourself, anything is possible. Oh, alright, thanks, man. Well, I'm gonna go back to sleeping upside down as I do before all of my matches. Pretty smart. We also do a handshake. <laughs> nice. Good. Uh, and I have a, I, I have a I had a dumb idea. Do you want to? Do you want to pick it again? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bud. Sure. Okay. You no. You would just pick it. You. You've. I feel like I've, once I've you do it, lock. you're like, oh, I know this lock very well. We I'm went to high school together. Life. Yeah. It's uh-huh. true. We had six period lunch. Like <laughs> we're we're good friends. And then Tracy takes out his help horn and sort of slides it in the crack of the door, and then through it yells, Galaxatron. So you say Galaxatron, and the shields come down. And there is, like, a crude robotic face looking at you. And it says in a very, like, in a very monotone voice, Access granted. Welcome back, Cole. You have soda in the fridge. Is it diet soda? This this robot does not have the ability to talk back to you. And cool. you totally disarmed this, this thing, this thing. Before we go in, I'm just going to stick my head out and gesture toward Twister. I go over there after my sweet handshake with Gordon Lighthammer. <laughs> Who blessedly does not stick his head out the door frame to see where you're going. I'm only going to look this way. See you later. All right. I'm going to roll an investigation check, see if I can find our prize. Mm-hmm. The Oh, yeah. The mouthpiece. Mouthpiece. Thank yeah. you. 
13 plus 5 for 18. Okay. So Cole's room looks like I kind of... Just just a standard array of things that might be in a dressing room. There is a small single bed. There is a desk with mirrors that and lights that rim the mirror. Cole has put her posters up all over the all over the room. And what's there's the, also what's the coolest poster that's in the room? The coolest poster? Yeah. There's one of her like standing on top of a pile of wrestlers and her holding a, a gearbox in the air and it says, Champion Queen of the Hill. Good. For her Queen of the Hill match uh, from a few weeks ago. What, within 18, you can see that the vanity has drawers in it that have little keyholes on them. I'm getting a strong suspicion might be in the vanity, Inara. I feel like stealing from Cole's a bad idea. It's Some not stealing. It's just like, you know, a friend of a friend just borrowing. We'll give it back. We'll let her know. <sighs> it's It's evidence. We're... We are bagging and tagging evidence. Like okay. detectives do. That's true. Also, I don't know where she is, and we can't wait around until she's back because this match can't happen. Right. I mean, we need to run another errand uh, before the match. Oh, hey, Twister! <laughs> um, yo, Twist, could you just keep an ear to the door just in case someone's coming? On it. Okay. Um... I literally put my ear against the door. <laughs> Smart, good. And I am going to try to pick the drawers one by one. First, sort of assessing them to see if I can sense any trap or like anti-theft situation. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so first do an investigation check for anti-theft. Nine plus six for 15. Okay. Can I go ahead and detect magic on them too, just in case? Sure. Uh, with a 15, yeah, you see that there's a wire that connects the vanity to um, a weird like secret box that's like on the wall that is built in there that Cole put there it seems like it was hastily put in there okay hastily installed wait I take back my thing I'm popping that box open there's yeah. a battery in there 100% I want that battery give me that battery okay <laughs> so you pop the box open Tracy needs that juice yeah, that juice <laughs> okay you pop the box open and as soon as you do there are two crossbows that pop on the wall and one focuses on Tracy and the other one focuses on Twister mm. good that was their battery in the box. There, uh, yes, you popped it, and as that's happening, you pop it open, and there is a battery that is connected to open series of wires and stuff. Chill, cool, good. Well, hmm. So I'm gonna roll uh, attack rolls against you guys. Great. I'm gonna do one against. Twi- I'm gonna do one against Twister. I rolled a 15. My armor class is 16, baby. Oh, nice. it is? Mm-hmm. It's what true. a strong random sucks human boy. Suck, nerd. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, this is a projectile that missed you. Oh, I have a thing. I have my ear against the door, and I hear the, like, floop, and then I turn and look. I jump, I grab it, and then I scream, Amado, which is the beginning of the John Cena song, and throw it right back. <laughs> At the crossbow. Nice. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> Tracy is stunned. <laughs> <laughs> and ours is still crouching there. Uh, Tracy rolled a 14. Did I hit your AC? Uh, it does not. I have a 16. Oh no, that one misses you as well. Yes. So I dive, grab it, and throw it right back. And then I, I, I go smell what I'm cooking. <laughs> right at the crossbow. It's garlic powder and lots of it. Okay. All right, that was extremely dope. 
both of the crossbows have broken off of their handles because Good. that was very cool. <laughs> I will say that Cole didn't know that somebody was in here, but the trap is currently disabled. Yeah, I'm going to use the handle of my axe as a fulcrum to pop the battery out of the... All right, and now you have another charged battery. Doo -doo -doo. There you go. That's the battery sting. <laughs> I'm just going to shake my head and start to pick the locks of these drawers. Yeah, I think once the, the trap is disabled, the drawer all the way on the bottom pops open, and it's like the one that, you know, the big drawer that's on the bottom of an office desk. And her megaphone with the very odd, very laughing-looking mouthpiece is sitting right for you. I am going to detach the mouthpiece from the megaphone and put it in my hip pocket. Okay. I'm going to close the drawer behind me, and on the vanity, is there any makeup out? Or is there any makeup in the top drawer, maybe? There, Yeah, there's a, she left her makeup kit up there. So I'm going to put a little bit of eyeshadow on me, and like Amanda, Anar has no idea what eyeshadow is supposed to look like or how to put it on. So I'm just going to put a little bit of, of purple in my like crease area, because that's I saw someone on in a tutorial once doing that when I was like in the bachelorette house. And just in case Cole comes in, that's going to be my cover story of why I was rifling through her drawer. I was trying to just make myself look like her. All right. As you're putting the makeup on, Eugene, you something beeps in your pocket. <gasps> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you pull it out, and it's your beeper. And it says, gotta go plumbing. <laughs> and, you have a, and you have a job, unfortunately. Oh, guys, I gotta go plumb. But it's been super chill hanging with you. Sorry you didn't get to eat any of the food that I prepared, but, you know, I'm always out tailgating at different events, so if you ever find your way back into Jersey Mike's Arena, just let me know. I'll be out there with the crew. And, hey, what, Jakarta? Was that it? Jakasta. Jakasta, <laughs> right. Yeah, just, I hope the wrestling thing works out. I Thanks, never got man. to take the stage, but I think you're going to nail it. That's, that's really, it's really meaningful. I really appreciate it. And, you know, we'll definitely look you up next time we're in town. Yeah, please do. And then I do a handshake with both of them at the same time with each hand. I think we've rolled enough to know it's flawless. And I bounce out of there. As Eugene walks out to go to his job, you do uh, poke your head out as to watch him leave. And you turn to the right and you see that the oak is standing in front of Gordon Lighthammer's door. The door closes and she's making her way towards you. Join the Party is co-produced by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, and me, Eric Silver. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Hetty Hunts, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, and Misha Stanton. Our visual design is by Allison Wakeman, the art mom, and our transcripts are by Nicole, with two L's, Seagert. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party, where we sit down to discuss what just happened, learn what could have happened, and answer your questions. You can keep the party going by following Join the Party Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got merch, music from the show, and transcripts for every episode on our website, jointhepartypod.com. And you can email us at hello at jointhepartypod.com. 
For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. By becoming a patron, you get access to a wonderful community in our Discord, exclusive merch, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more. That's at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. Another great way to help the show is to recommend Join the Party to a friend. Get them caught up fast by sending them the link to our start page, which contains our beginner episodes for those new to D&D, and our plot recaps at jointhepartypod.com slash start. Join the Party is a founding member of Multitude, an audio collective and consultancy. Type Multitude into your podcast app to subscribe to the fantastic other shows in our collective, Horse, Potterless, Spirits, and Waystation. Or find out more about us and access our resources for podcasters at multitude.productions. We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.